0: Hi, this is Steven Esser, the Make Money With Webinars expert, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local
1: Marketing Marketing for Small Business business. Episode Episode 146
2: And there's no stopping us right now I feel so
0: close to you right now Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio.
1: Welcome to ACT Local Marketing, episode 146. I am the Boomer Gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at ACT Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you that I call today's takeaway, where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with right now, and if you implement it, it's gonna help you grow your business. I also invite a guest expert to help you with some aspect of your business, and today, I have not one, but two experts here ready, willing, and able to help us get more done. Don't miss this. I wrote a blog post last year that laid out an example of the hard cost your business incurs when you allow small problems to exist. In this particular example, imagine a problem that occurs every day and takes approximately 20 minutes to get around. Maybe it's technology related, maybe it's physical to your location or business, but it's some issue that you and your staff have learned to live with, and you have some sort of worked in uh, or lived with workaround that you happen to do every day. Now, imagine that you have two employees that navigate this 20 minutes every time they come to work, five days a week, all year long. If those employees make $15 an hour, The collective 40 minutes of navigating this problem every workday is costing you over $2,500 a year. Think about your business and how many of your employees or you yourself deal with a 5 or a 10 or a 20-minute problem every day, problems you don't bother to fix but rather have instituted a methodology for getting around. Let's get to today's takeaway. I promised you that action item that you could walk away with now that's going to help you grow your business. So here it is. Time management and technology are consistent problems for small business owners unless you have systems in place that fix those problems. My guests and I today are going to discuss some ways you can solve time management and technology problems, but here's one tool I want to share with you I may have shared it in the past, but it's worth repeating. It's called Asana, and it is a free online tool and app that you can find at asana.com. That's A-S-A-N-A dot com. Asana is a project management application that can be used by teams. You can track projects, activities, apply deadlines, to any of those activities leave notes and comments for one another and generally be more productive it's free to open an account i use it personally to manage both projects that have lots and lots of steps or are long term and i also have general to do lists every day so it helps me manage my time as well as my projects check it out at asana.com that's a s a n a.com and always you can feel free to drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I can help point you in the right direction to better manage your time and technology. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Go find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus or any other major social media platforms. Follow me so that I can get to know you better online in that big virtual world of the internet. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review on iTunes. Those reviews are important to me. They help me get noticed so that I can help busy boomer business owners like you expand the economy by all of us growing our businesses together. It's time for a very short break. But when we get back, my guests today, Michael and Debbie Cannon, are here and they are stepping to the front of the room. So stay tuned.
2: Act Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kalen returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back.
1: Act Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish the boomers ultimate guide to social media soon baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success to help promote the boomers ultimate guide to social media and subsequent books in this series i've put together the boomers ultimate guide podcast where boomers like me and like you can come together. To learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out BoomersUltimateGuidePodcast.com
0: so close to you right now welcome to act local marketing for small business with your host Kaylen Amadio Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio.
1: Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to ACT Local, marketing for small business. And I have a special treat for you today. Normally, I bring a special guest on the show, but today I have not one, but two special guests. So let me introduce you to both of them. I have with me Debbie Cannon and Michael Cannon. Debbie is the author of Piece of Paper, and that's P-E-A-C-E. Isn't that clever? Piece of Paper, Organizing Without Agonizing wardrobe wisdom, and numerous audio and video products. She has had a wide range of experience, ranging from Girl Scout leader and trainer to Army wife to radio personality. Debbie was recognized in 2013 as one of the American Mothers, Inc. Mother of Achievement. Her systems save time, space, energy. They give you that energy to deliver prosperity and serenity to home and business, each and every day. Debbie is the mother of two. She's the grandmother of four, all of whom live within walking distance of her home in Salt Lake City, Utah. And now let me introduce you to her other half, Michael Cannon. Michael is a graduate of the United States Military Academy and a retired lieutenant colonel. He served for 21 years in the U.S., Europe, Asia, and received a Silver Star for service in the Middle East. He has been a university professor, a published author, web developer, and speech writer for the commander of the largest organization in the Department of Defense. He is the technology genius of power couple consulting. His greatest joy is to have been married to his lovely wife and high school sweetheart, Debbie, for over 40 years. Hey guys, welcome to ACT Local Marketing.
3: Hello, how are you? Thanks, great to be here.
1: I am terrific, and I'm glad you have time for it, me and my audience today. We're going to talk a little bit of business here, um, but before I, I get to some of these questions, I give people a, a brief you know synopsis of who you guys are and what you're doing, but um, I, I always like to collect what I call entrepreneurial journeys when I meet people for the first time so if you could just uh tell me how both you debbie you and michael how you came to be doing what it is you are doing now i don't know how you want to take turns telling. How,
2: ladies how first <laughs>
3: <laughs> my my story is what started this part of the journey um the Army started his part of the journey, and then he's he's joined me. But in the early '80s, I had those two children under two in cloth diapers. Our oldest was allergic to paper diapers, and um, I just was buried alive; just wasn't keeping up. Um, Michael was full time army, which means gone, and I was just struggling with the juggling, and I started to realize. That uh, with my low blood sugar in the end of the afternoon, I would have two toddlers clawing all over me, and I would have pasta but no sauce, and I'd have UFOs, unidentified frozen objects, in my freezer, and I just couldn't put dinner on the table. And I just thought, I can't keep doing this for another, what, 16, 18 years? This Something's got to give. So I created a system Because I realized that my life at that point was kind of like the Groundhog Day movie. I felt like I was just rewriting the same list of to-dos every single day. And I thought, well, this isn't very efficient. So I created a system that used a bulletin board that one of my girlfriends had made for me in high school. And I started to integrate onto that bulletin board my meal planning and my to-do list, my things that needed to get done. And it became so efficient that I actually had the equivalent of an extra day in my week.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: And when that happened, all of my friends and family surrounding me said, something's changed around here and we want to know what it is. So I began teaching workshops. And my workshop was two hours and 14 minutes. And I taught those in a number of states as the Army moved us around. And eventually I taught to a family in Missouri. And the husband of that family attended the private workshop that I did for his family. Uh, they had several nearly adult children and a in-home full-time office manager for their home-based business. And he said, you really need to write this into a book. And I was not very keen on that idea, but I did. And uh, that is how the Organizing Without Agonizing book was born. Uh-huh. And I took a time off from that for... Uh, that worked for a number of years and worked in two international direct sales companies and was in the top leadership positions in those companies. And then the good Lord called me back to do what I do best, which is help people save their time. And so I began to kind of chop that organizing without agonizing book into several different chapters because by this time people had so little time that they couldn't even manage a two hour and 14 minute workshop. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's kind of become several different books. Now we have kind of focused on working with uh, entrepreneurs because that is a really wonderful uh, piece of the world that really appeals to us because I have a big belief in having those home-based businesses where um, you are your own boss and uh, some people think you don't have a guaranteed income, but I look at it the glass half uh, half full. You also don't have a ceiling. <laughs> so I, I just think it's a wonderful opportunity to own your own business. And uh, about a year ago, Michael, after he retired, he did a web development business. And then about a year ago, he began to join me uh, in our company. And we've just rebranded as the Power Couple because that's how people see us as a power couple.
1: Wow. You have anything How's that to add? Story? I know
2: that is a good story. You have anything to add to that, Michael? Well, I do. I one of the things that I did when I got out of the military was I thought that I was going to be a history professor because I had one chapter left uh, to finish up a PhD, and I canned it because I didn't really want to go back and work with uh, university level students. I'd already done that for six years. I was I was tired of doing it, so I fell into the technology role after I got out of the military. I started programming. I mean, my degrees are all in history. So I taught military history and world history and European civilization and and all those things. But I started programming back in 1973 with punch cards on an IBM mainframe as, (laughs) you know, as part of my military career. So uh, the, the the computers I worked on were bigger than some people's houses. And... When I was in the military and in the history field, and as a speechwriter, I discovered I had a, a talent for technical stuff, being able to simplify it and to help other people understand it. So that's I fell into that after I got out of the military. I did corporate programming as a contractor for a while. You know, the politics were the same as they were in the military. You just didn't have uniforms, and. Once I quit doing that, we decided that I didn't need the same corporate structure, so we combined into to one business. And now what we do is we spend our time helping entrepreneurs focus themselves for success.
1: That's the mission of the power couple, basically.
2: It is. It is, right. We right. want to help entrepreneurs uh, save time, make money, and create freedom. Those are our three goals.
1: Wow. And you guys come at it from unique perspectives, too. I really like that. Um, because there's there's a lot of wisdom that you can bring to people no matter what sorts of issues they might be struggling with with their business.
3: Well, it's a very unique lifestyle of being an entrepreneur, and there's, uh, there's just so many pieces of the puzzle that you have to put together, and between our masculine and feminine energy here, um, we really can put a lot of those pieces together for people because we have uh, we really cover more than just the one area, so not just the mindset, not just the, the word process. And we've already had all the arguments for them, so they don't have to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you can stop that in his tracks right there. Right. You, have, you have all the answers. I like that. So, Debbie, let me ask you a question. You were talking about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship. And, of course, I, I don't know if you guys realize this, but there's there's been a spike in entrepreneurship amongst over 50-year-olds, As they retire out of their corporate jobs or they got pushed out, you know, because of the Great Recession, however, way they they came to be uh, working from home, you know, as as we were talking about. And there's a huge spike in entrepreneurship, but but just because you find yourself a business owner doesn't mean you've ever been in that position before and doesn't mean you really know. everything that has to happen in order to run a business.
3: Usually and, you know nothing about what has right, to happen. That's right, right. <laughs>
1: right. So tell me, what kinds of mistakes are you seeing entrepreneurs, especially uh, you know, new entrepreneurs, making when it comes to their their time management and um, as it relates to the, the various tasks that go on within their business, but especially this show happens to be about marketing. so.
3: Well, I think the biggest thing that that I see first off is that people expect that they're going to have balance. Um, in In any part of the of the world right now, you start hearing a lot in the media and different places that you know you need to get your life in balance, or your your home and your business in balance. Or uh, there's just this balance, balance, balance coming at you all the time. And one of the things that I had an aha moment with, was that balance is a mirage. It's something that you really can't quite even achieve. It means everything's equal. Um, and except for, we hope, your checkbook, most things are not going to be equal. Um, you know, your priorities uh, to your family, your business, whether it's entrepreneurship or your corporate business, those, those things are not equal, um, so I, I tell people to just give up the whole idea of even trying to get this balance. It's something that you can't get. And if you do get it, it's a brief shining moment and, and you're going to have to uh, move on. It's like standing on your tippy toes. In fact, I have people put their hand up over the, the base of their neck and just think about the word balance. And they just feel that tension come right up into their throat. And then I say, now I want you to just change that word to rhythm. Because rhythm is something that you can get and you can maintain. And it can be fast or it can be slow. It ebbs and flows. It's very cyclical, just like life. And so for one thing, that's just a little uh, a little change of word that can make a huge difference in your brain if you realize, I just need to get some rhythm. I just need to kind of get things going. Um, and some of the things that I teach and, and help people put into place for their rhythm are some systems that are going to uh, automate or duplicate or repurpose, you know, all of those things help you to have rhythm. And so the more things that you can do that way, the better. Usually the entrepreneur personality is very creative. Uh, so they don't want to be uh, put in a, 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 what's the word, Um they don't, they don't want to want a budget. <laughs> they don't want to schedule. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, when... They don't want to do the same thing day after yeah. day after day. Yeah. They, they just, they're very creative and, and they, that's what appeals to them about entrepreneurship. Um, and so then they, they kind of shy away. But if they can understand that these are systems that are going to get them some rhythm, then they can, they can accept that a little bit better. So I teach a lot about uh, creating an ideal weekly rhythm, which is just making some kind of a a skeletal plan of how you'd like your week to go. Um, I even talk about innies and outies kind of like belly buttons. Um, I tell entrepreneurs sometimes to one thing they can do is just to plan some days to be innies which is the days you might be at home working uh, in in your home or in your sweats on the computer and then your outies would be those networking days. So if you kind of batch your your activities so that you have certain days that you tend to make your dentist appointment and your networking meeting. You're already dressed, you've done your hair, and makeup, and you're ready to go out and about. So just, you know, those are kind of rhythm things that people can do to um, kind of create some structure. Because when you're a home-based business or an entrepreneurial business, it's, it's not like being in grade school where they tell you, take out your spelling book, we're doing spelling now, now take out your math book, we're doing math now. Um, you know, that structure doesn't exist. And I think that's really hard for people to begin to work with.
1: Yeah, I I have to agree with you. I've read various books about time management. And there's, there's all sorts of ways to go about it. And I guess it's just best to find something that sort of works for you. But you're right, especially if you're a a solo, you know, entrepreneur, solopreneur, you can find yourself Bogged down in time, doing things that maybe are not worth your time to be doing, or you don't uh, you don't tend to all the tasks that you need to need to do. I'm a big believer in blocking your time. I like hearing right. you say that, because it, I live by my calendar, man. If I don't have a calendar, sometimes I don't know what to do with myself, <laughs> right? Because I really block that time out, and if it gets really bad, if you spend a lot of time in front of a computer, I set timers and make myself get up.
3: I have two by my desk
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I don't use them in
3: the kitchen, but I do use them at my desk (laughs) because you can just get, I call it email quicksand and now social media quicksand. Yeah, You know, you can get in there and before you know it, um, I use a lot of, of, this is kind of into Michael's area, but I use a lot of technology. I use a lot of little wake up calls, those alerts on my calendar. Um, Oftentimes I will set an alert for something two hours ahead because even if I'm a for for us locally here if i'm across town doing something else and i get a 2 hour head start on that appointment i've completely forgotten about i yeah. can get home and you know make it happen yeah yeah so exactly a lot of things i i set a 2 hour timer ahead but just cuz i need a wake up call yeah get me back I, on track I
1: mean, we technology is great as long as you know how to use it i mean michael you're the right. technology expert here behind right. the the power couple and i'm sure that you have you know shortcuts that that or I think you call them smart cuts don't we you We do we right. have a
3: registered <laughs> trademark the I, the word smart cut is our registered trademark it's I like smart that. ways to take a shortcut
1: right you know on using technology to not only in your time management but uh, for all sorts of systems within your business including uh, you know when you're an entrepreneur and you start a business you don't really have a business unless you have customers yeah, it's it's not a business until you have customers. So, right. what are what are some of these technology tools that we can be using and shortcuts that we can be putting to use?
2: Well, one of the things that that we didn't get a chance to bring out in our introduction is that uh, Debbie and I are a multicultural couple. Uh, Debbie we is are? yeah, we are we are. <laughs> Debbie is a Mac user and I'm a Windows oh. <laughs> user. <laughs>
3: And we s- grew up two blocks from each yeah. other, so I'm wondering <laughs> where this conversation is going.
1: You know, I got it. I got that is so funny. I got to tell you guys, I know a uh, tutor who often says he's bilingual. He speaks both math and English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's what that reminded me of. So funny. And
2: one of the things I find is that people have a tendency to look at at tools as a as a panacea as as opposed to looking for a tool that will meet a need. Now, Debbie and I because we work on different operating systems, we can work together, you know, through just file sharing things and it, you don't have to chase the newest and greatest technology. I've been using Windows now since it came out. I mean, I started back on Windows 3.1. You, you can tell I'm a dinosaur because I worked on mainframes and then, you know, Windows 3.1, the DOS uh, the DOS version, then Windows 3.1 and every version of Windows since right, then. Right. And I just really have not seen a reason to, to change over to a Mac because the mental gymnastics you have to go through between going between operating systems just waste your time.
3: Well, but it's because you already understand those yeah things and i don't which is why i am on an apple (laughs) yeah and
1: and i have to tell you as i'm sitting here at my desk i have both i have a dell and a mac and i switch back and forth all the time right so you're bilingual too exactly i'm bilingual
2: (laughs) and and one of the things that we see is that people are always going for the newest piece of technology or the newest piece of software rather than getting comfortable with what they're using and then and then having it meet the needs that that they actually need and um Social media is a lot like that. It, it, you have to identify what your target audience is and where you're going to find them. So it, don't don't worry about the technology. Go find out who the customers are and who you want to serve, and then go find out where they are. When we talk about social media, and you're, you're familiar with this, uh, that there are different demographics for each different type of social media platform.
1: Absolutely.
2: So Facebook is going grayer. I mean, you're not going to find teenagers on Facebook hardly anymore. You're going to find them on Instagram or Snapchat or some place where they can get on and get off and, and not leave a trace that their parents can track down. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And if you go to Pinterest or Instagram, you're going to find primarily a younger female audience that likes images. They like to share things and, and uh, do, and I don't want to say crafty kinds of things cause that that's demeaning and that's not what I mean. They're, they're looking for visual, not corporate kinds of things. If you're going to look for corporate clients or establish corporate relationships, then Facebook and LinkedIn are good places for you to go. If you don't understand how to use those, uh, then you need to find a teenager to teach you how to use them or that that can use them for you because that's a good place to find the kinds of clients you want to serve. And I know people who don't use different types of social media because they don't meet their needs. I spend most of my time uh, on Facebook or on LinkedIn because that's where that's the two markets that I am aimed at. Mm-hmm. And I know that that other people, uh, my daughter does. Uh, she's a graphic artist. And so she's I uh, know I'm sorry, an illustrator. I got to get it right because I'll get in trouble. Uh, she has a, a degree in illustration. And so she spends a lot of her time on Instagram and Pinterest. And that's where she develops and generates her customers. Right. So the biggest issue I see with people is they chase a technology rather than chasing the, the client and using the technology to reach the customer and, and establish a connection with them.
1: So smart. because It always goes back to fundamentals. The technology didn't change how we fundamentally do business, right? It's still one person through all the, the digitizing that happens talking to another person at the other end regardless right. of what all that technology is in between. And,
3: yeah.
1: if you've, and if you've been listening to this, see, Michael, you gave me a perfect opportunity to plug my book. <laughs> my book, The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, which will be out in uh, March. You can pre-order it at Walmart or Amazon right now. will help you figure out which one of these social media platforms you need to be on because Michael is absolutely right. You need to know who your customers are And then someone like Michael or someone like me, you can use my book, can tell you where you're likely to find those people. There are no hard rules about it, but you're going to find in bulk more of those people in certain places online on the interwebs and so why wouldn't you go there and spend your time rather than flitting around from thing to thing or what some expert somewhere told you is the latest and greatest next thing that you need to be doing when it could be that none of your customers are there
2: right yep and And you you just
1: you're just wasting time
2: yeah and, and the nice thing about the social media technologies we have out today is that they all are interrelated somehow so you can move stuff around between them And uh, and that reduces the amount of time you have to spend on one. So you can you can uh, put in a little bit of time to figure out where your people are responding and then focus on that area.
3: Yeah, that, that absolutely. One. Yeah, that's I think where, it's a that's... full-time job to be a master of, of all of them. <laughs> I think you know it it's is. almost all you can do to just pick that one or two that really are a good focus and a good fit for you, yeah. and really keep up with all the changes.
1: Yeah. You, otherwise, you're spreading yourself too thin. And this is an analogy I I love using. You know, you you hit oil by drilling one 100 foot deep well not right. one hundred one one-foot-deep wells. And <laughs> exactly. that's what happens with social media is that you start drilling 100 different wells, but none of them are deep. And you got to remember it's those relationships that ultimately you start to cultivate with the person at the other end of the technology that begins to grow your business and sustains you over the long term. Otherwise- and that
3: analogy also works into the time management thing. Oh, so- I can I can kind Make of see a way me, yeah. that, um, instead of just starting a hundred different projects, oh, yes. sure. let's get one and do it. Right. Sure. Um, sure. people always uh, when I'm helping them with goal setting, they're they're saying things to me like, well, today my goal is to uh, organize my office. That one just always makes me roll my eyes because <laughs> I've done professional work in this area for nearly well, about thirty years. and And that's a huge undertaking, even for me as a professional. I just worked two days in uh, on the East Coast with a client who is a, a leader in a multi-level marketing company and just, you know, took two days to kind of dig her out because she had gone from one thing to the next to the next and yeah. really hadn't finished anything. Yeah. So I think to really get that focus on what, what things are really going to be your income-producing activities and really focus on those. So the same thing with your oil analogy.
1: Yeah, the, time. yeah, that's a, a very, very good point. I hadn't thought about it, but it's true. I wrote a blog post a few years ago where I sort of mathematically proved that multitasking is not a good idea. You know, if you have three projects and you multitask your way through each of them every day, it takes far longer to get all three of them done right. than if you just concentrated on the first one and got it done.
3: Which is is why you and and I both like blocking because when we block, otherwise you're shifting gears and your brain cannot make that change uh, between, you know, it's just like for me, I've had young children in my home as I've been an entrepreneur, and uh, they come in and interrupt your train of thought, um, or you get a phone call or a text message or something that comes in, and, and it just takes you that few extra minutes to kind of get, now, where was I? What was I trying to do?
2: Well, I've seen studies that say that it takes even up to 20 minutes to get back into I the would- rhythm of a, of a project after you've been interrupted. Yeah. And, and this is even a worse pro- problem for men because just uh, the way that we're biologically constructed. You know, we focus more uh, and women multitask more and make connections better. So uh, it's harder for men to break their pattern and their rhythm and to do all this multitasking stuff than it is for women.
3: Let's face it, you just don't shift gears quickly.
2: No, we don't. Nope.
1: <laughs> so, so when you're concentrating on something and you're ignoring us while we're talking to you, we shouldn't take that personally. You're just invested in your project because you know you're going to lose 20 minutes if you actually stop and answer our question
2: no really that is (laughs) that is an issue my my wife and i uh when she comes to talk to me and and i'm working on something she'll stop and she'll wait until i until she gets my attention and sees my eyes starting to dart over that way then she knows that i've kind of broken my train of thought and i can pay attention to her because otherwise uh if if a man's not looking at you when he's talking to you then you can you can just be guaranteed that it's going in one ear and out the other he's,
1: he's not it's actually not hearing stopping you. yeah yeah you know uh, that's one of the reasons why when, when i was writing my book i would get up very early in the morning when my children were asleep my husband was still in bed so no one could just you know interrupt me because otherwise you lose that train of thought man and it's um it's very frustrating and projects I'll tell you, you, know, I'll tell you a little secret for
3: some, some of your listeners who do have young children at home because I did have young children. Actually, I was home educating my children uh, during some of my entrepreneur years. they grown as if you didn't have enough now.
1: going on, right? Oh right.
3: Just just one one more piece in the in the fire, um, but because I did a lot of work on the telephone. I trained my children to know that if they needed to interrupt me during a telephone call, which is invariably going to happen with children, um, I taught them that they needed to just sit down on the floor. If they would sit down on the floor beside me, that was my cue that they needed something, and it would give me an opportunity to put my phone on mute, excuse myself for a minute, and attend to their situation. Right. So we did this for years. Well, my oldest is now 36, and he still, if he catches me on the phone and he wants to interrupt me, he will, now he doesn't sit on the floor. He lies down on the floor because he knows it may take a while. <laughs> but it's just that training, you know, give, giving your, your support team, your family, the um, the understanding of how they need to work with you because yeah. it's otherwise it's just not going to work
1: yeah that's and that's that's a great idea I love that very much so I understand but the two of you have your own radio show
3: we do right? we do is we you do tell us it's,
1: about that
2: of course it's called Smart Cut Radio what we do is assist entre- entrepreneurs in uh, their journey by bringing in people who talk about Entrepreneurial kinds of things, business organization, how time management, uh, health and, and and wealth issues, but also technology and and things that you run into as an entrepreneur. The show is live eleven a.m. on Wednesday morning Eastern Time and nine a.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can pick it up uh, on a replay or on an Encore at iTunes, which is uh, the link for that is SmartCut.us forward slash iTunes, and you can actually listen to us on the radio uh, live on smartcut.us
3: forward slash radio.
1: Nice. I'm, I'm okay. taking notes.
2: Okay.
3: Good.
0: <laughs> we've, had, we've had
3: a lot of really top-notch guest experts on our show talking about all kinds of different topics. Some, some of them are uh, amazing professional speakers. We've had authors. We've had uh, publishers just it really, it's it's not random. It's just that entrepreneurship is so diverse and there's yeah. so many pieces of the puzzle, like I said. Yeah, there um, are. We, we have uh, a guest coming up soon. Um, I'm not sure when this show is is aired, but our one of our guests that's coming up is about creating your, your products, how to create your products simply. Oh, what an excellent so, program that yeah. will be.
1: Yeah, because that, that's something that confuses people a lot of times when it's when it's their right. first go um at creating a product, they're not quite sure how to do it. So that'll be terrific. So listen, if people need help from the power couple, how can they find you?
2: Well, conveniently enough, it's a website at powercoupleconsulting.com. dot com. We have Isn't
3: that clever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on
2: on the front works page, for me. Yeah, on the front page, we have a success survey. It's just three questions, so we can uh, kind of narrow down how we can assist you in, in working with you. Uh, you take the test, and, and it will it will send you an email based upon the results that you give, and then it'll give you a chance to have a discovery call with us uh, that you can set at your own time, which is convenient to you.
3: Using and a little technology.
2: That's right, yep. and it's yep. powercoupleconsulting.com.
3: Very
1: good. And if, you've, uh, if you're if you listening to this and for some reason you were not able to uh, write any of these URLs down, any of these addresses on the web down, don't worry about it. Because when you come back to actlocalmarketing.com, you can always look up uh, Debbie and Michael. Michael and Debbie, right? You can look up the power couple. You can use certain uh, keywords in the search bar on the website and you will find this particular episode. Of the Act Local Marketing for Small Business podcast, and you will find them, and we will include these links uh, in the show notes where we uh, we tell you all about them and how to find them. So you never or, have. To or just about
2: search, it. or just search for Michael Cannon on the internet and look for the handsome devil, and that will take you right to us. And there you have it. <laughs> or look mm-hmm. him up in the
1: dictionary. I hear his oh, picture is right. there under <laughs> handsome devil. <laughs> right. That's, that's the way right. it goes. So, guys, it was uh, it was lovely to meet you today. You're a lot of fun.
2: Thank you. And Thank you.
1: Y- and you're in Mountain Time. Where are you?
2: We are. We're in Utah. We live nice. south of Salt Lake, about 20 miles south of the Salt Lake Airport.
1: Very nice. I bet it's beautiful out there.
3: Had our first little bit of snow this morning. Didn't oh, seriously? Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Well, people, in case you're listening to this in the future, we're actually, in real time, we're talking early november so it's a little early for most well i guess there there might be some northern states that are starting to get snow
3: well we've uh, we've lived in new york state um yeah as he's he's at west point so we're familiar with your area as well in fact we were just out there two about three weeks ago um
2: we grew Good. up in Lubbock, Texas, and I don't know if you've ever been that way, but it's like looking at a table. I mean, there's absolutely nothing there. Yeah. And, and so now in Utah, we have mountains to the east and mountains to the west, and it's really, uh, really nice.
1: Oh, I bet it's breathtaking. Yeah, I have family in San Antonio, which I don't That's know. That's a how, fun place. I don't know yeah. where that is in relationship to Lubbock, but yeah, I'm familiar with Texas. A long way south. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar yeah. with Texas, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, cool. Well, that's one of my favorite things about having a, a podcast like this is I get to talk to people from not just all over the United States, but uh, even in other countries. And we're all making time for one another so that, you know, we can share what we know and work together so that we can bring more entrepreneurs into prosperity. That's that's really what this podcast is all about. So, again, I want to thank Debbie Cannon and Michael Cannon, the Power Couple. You can find them over at Power coupleconsulting.com and like I said uh, you can always come back to this particular podcast episode and get more of those links so you can find out how to listen to their radio show also smart cut uh, and until next time I would very much like you all to take care
0: Join Kalen for more Marketing Madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for ACT Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about ACT Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on ACT Local Marketing for Small Business.